Likute Sichais, Chelik Yutes, Volume 19, the first Sicha for Elo. This Sicha will explain, describe the essence or the objectives of the month of Elo and also tell us from where we draw the resources, the potential of being able to properly affect and implement the purpose of Elo. As an introduction, there are two verses familiar verses in Shir Hashirim, in the Song of Songs written by Shleim HaMelech, describing the relationship between us, the Jewish people, and HaKadosh Baruch Hu Hashem. One says, Doidi li va'ani loi. My beloved is to me, and I am to him. And the other one says, which is very familiar, especially as it comes to the month of Elul, which happens to be the acronym of the word Elul, I am to my beloved, and my beloved is to me. Now, in Chesidus, it's explained that that my beloved is to me, and I am to him. This describes the relationship that comes about literally translated from above down, meaning one that's triggered from above, and then it affects the lower elements, us. Whereas, describes the avoida, the mode of connection to Hashem, of service to Hashem, which is melmato lemaila, coming from below, going upwards, then triggering the above. Or in other words, as in using terminology of Kabbalah and Chassidus, this is the Isarusa de la'ela versus the Isarusa de la'tato. Isarusa means an awakening and arousal, de la'ela from above, and then there is the one, the Isarusa, the Latata, the awakening, the arousal that comes from below. Sometimes you have first an Isarusa, the Elo, which triggers an arousal and awakening in us. And sometimes vice versa, that you have an awakening, an arousal that comes from the person, and that, so to speak, triggers an awakening, a desire in Hashem. Another thing that we can will be useful in the Sicha, the Chichsidus, without going into detail, explains that there are different levels. The basic level that we know is called oir, light, which means, so to speak, like a light that shines, that is something that you can see almost, that's something that has an effect, a direct effect on the lower elements. And then a level higher is called ruach, which is spirit, like in the sense of something which is spiritual. You don't really see it. It's there, but you don't see it. So let's get into the sicha. In one of the talks of the previous Rebbe, uh, from Chag HaPesach, from the festival of Pesach, in the year Tofrei Sadik Dalit, which is 1924, he describes the spiritual situation, the spiritual state of, of a state of, of matters that took place in the, quote, capital city of Chabad, which for many, many years was the capital city. This was the base, uh, a.k.a. Lubavitch, in the town of Lubavitch, in the time when Shabbos Mevorchim, the Shabbos in which we usher in and we bless the month of Elul, uh, came about. And this is how he describes it. I'll try to, to, to um, present it almost verbatim. So he says, The Shabbos mevarachim chodesh Elul, hagam means although, even though it was a clear day of sunshine, it was a clear sunshine day, but the atmosphere, the air, already had changed. Already, one can start to feel the scent of, of Elul. 
Es hat sich geblossen Atschubavit. There started to blow, started to like a blast of wind of tshuva or a breeze of tshuva started to blow. So it says that ever all talks and words, even specific words of our rabbeim, are very exact, very accurate, very detailed, and therefore these four things he breaks it out into four different stanzas, so to speak: sunshine, the change of the air, the scent of elul. And then the blowing of a tshuva breeze, all these things are not just nice euphemisms, but it must be that they all express the inner essence, the inner idea, the purpose, the point of the month of Elul. And moreover, says the Rebbe, not only the actual words, what they said, is very exact and accurate and has a meaning, but also when it was said, because everything by the Rebbeim was exact, everything was accounted for. So the fact that the Rebbe chose to say this, to describe what Elul, Shabbos Mevarchim Elul looked like in Lubavitch, and he chose to describe it in a sicha, in a talk, on the festival of Pesach, tell, is also telling in itself, also has to have a lot of meaning. And the question is, what is it? Because if you think about it, the idea of Pesach and the idea of Elul are actually opposite. Because Pesach, we know, is represented in that verse that I brought in the that I introduced in the introduction, as the Alter Rebbe explains at length in Lekuti Torah, that what happened by the the miracle of, the, of Yitzias Mitzrayim was all in a manner of Isarusa de la It all came from above. Hashem acted in a manner where He gave He so to speak, shined his light on us. He made the awakening came from above. It was nothing on our accord. In fact, the, the way the Gemara describes it, the way it's described in the Talmud, we were not deserving of it. We were in no way ready and prepared for it. It was something that was, so to speak, showered down on us from above. However, Elo, as we see in the acronym of the word, Anili Doidi, that first, I am to my beloved, we have to do something. We have to, so to speak, get off our seat and actually do something in order to trigger Vidoidili that Hashem should also, so to speak, respond to us. So the question is, how do, why would the Rebbe say this, Sicha? Why would he talk about Elul in the month of Pesach, in, 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 in the festival of Pesach? So the explanation is as follows. We know there's a verse in the book of Eod, the book of Job, that says, Mi higdimani vahashalim. Hashem says, so to speak, who can confront me? Meaning, who has, um, so to speak, preceded me, done something, and that he can now confront me and say, look what I did, and I'll go and I'm ready to pay him. And then Hashem continues and he says, Tachas kol everything under the heaven is mine. That means this is also referring to simply when somebody gives tzedakah. Somebody shouldn't think that it's just coming from his money. Who gave you the money? Where do you have these resources from which you can now do the mitzvah? In other words, everything comes from Hashem. So therefore, what, what's understood over here, that even what a Yid affects through his avoida, through his service of Hashem, even this is something that comes from the koyach, from the potential, from the resources that he receives from above in order to be able to do it. Of course, you get credit, not to take away just as a... Uh, just as a, as a side note, this is not to say that a Jew doesn't get the credit for it, because the fact is you took the initiative to take advantage of this, to dip into these resources. But the fact is the resource for it, the ability to be able to do your avoida, which later will garnish your, 
so to speak, attention from Hashem, that in itself comes from Hashem. That is not something that's your own doing. So now, what happens in the month of Elul? We see this idea in the month of Elul. The Alter Rebbe describes in a parable that in the month of Elul, the, the king is, quote, in the field. Hamelech basada. Quote, the king is in the field. And then he describes how each and every person now has the ability to approach the king, to get close to the king. In other words, what is this telling us? That although the month of Elul requires the avoida of the person, as we said, ani lidoidi, we have to do something, we have to take the initiative. Yet, where do we get the ability? Where do we have the power, the potential to do this, to do to this avoida, to, to, to trigger, so to speak, the doidi li? Where do we have the ability of ani lidoidi? This comes because, as the Alter Rebbe explains, the 13 attributes of mercy are shining in full glow, in full force, in the, during the month of Elul. So the, we understood, says the Rebbe, that now, once there is an Isarusa de Latato, an awakening from below, meaning once we have our Avoida in the month of Elul, which now will trigger, because every arousal, every awakening triggers a counter awakening. So when you have an Isarusa de Latata, it's going to trigger an Isarusa de Laela. It's obvious that this Isarusa de Laela, the quote, doidi li, which is triggered through the Isarusa de Latata, the quote, anila doidi, is obviously much higher and much greater than the initial Isarusa de Laela, the dormant one, or so to speak, the hidden one, which gave us the ability to do our part. Why is that obvious? Because that one did not come, so to speak, in any earned manner. It just came from above. It came as pure kindness from Hashem that He gives us the ability. It's almost like a free handout. Whereas when we're getting an Isarusa de la Ela, which comes after our Isarusa de la Tata, that obviously is much greater. It's much more valuable. But still, bottom line, to summarize, where do we get the ability? From where do we have the Koyach? The potential of being able to trigger the avoida, being able to have a sarusa delatata in order to have the anilidoidi, that comes from the sarusa delaela, the initial one that comes from Hashem. Now, the general time for isarusa delaela of the year, you know, there's always the sarusa delaela comes in particular times, but the general allocation, so to speak, for the gen for the general uh, uh, time of the year that comes from the month of, I mean, from the f- festival of Pesach, for Chag Pesach, because Chag Pesach in general, as you mentioned before, is inherently the idea of Isarusa de Laila, things that get triggered from above, and therefore that Isarusa de Latata, that Isarusa de Laila, which triggers Isarusa de Latata, that we have the ability to do our void in the month of Elul, that is trickled down from where, from the initial from the main spurt, so to speak, of Isarusa de Laila, which came in the, in, the, in the festival of Pesach. And that explains why this Sicha was said specifically on Pesach about Shabbos Mevarchim, which ushers in and therefore brings in, in, the gen, in a general sense, all the points, all the essence, the idea of the month of Elul. And now we can go into the four specific expressions that the Rebbe says, the four details in the talk of the Rebbe. First, he starts off with a with the sunshine. Sun, sunshine, what is it? It is something that comes from above. It is not something that's triggered from below. This is something which Hashem shines down, so to speak. And that expresses the idea of that initially Sarusa de Leila. Then he describes 
the effect that this has on the people. That what? That first they feel the scent of Elul, and then that there is a breeze, a wind of tshuva blowing. What is this idea of scent? What is this idea of, of, of scent and, and breeze? What does this mean? How does this get expressed in a spiritual sense? The Altarev explains that the main purpose, the main objective of tshuva is that v'haruach toshuv elalekim ha'shenesona. He quotes a pasuk from Koheles from Shlomo HaMelech that says, quote, the ruach, the spirit, shall return to the God which gave it. Which is basically that the person has to elevate himself to the level of ruach, beyond the level of oil. It means a person has to elevate himself to something higher, to so that the spirit, as we said in the introduction, that there is a difference between ruach and oil, which we're commonly accustomed to. And this is what he expl- he's hinting to when he says that there was a ruach, there was a breeze, there was a wind, hinting to this, quote, spirit that one has to elevate himself to. Now, what is this thing about the reyach, about the scent? What is this thing about scent? Well, because ultimately, what is really the purpose of tshuva? What is really the objective of tshuva? Tshuva is to bring us to the point of the redemption, the point of Mashiach. Now, Mashiach is associated with the idea of scent, and is defined by it, as it says in Yeshayo, in Yeshayo, chapter 11, verse 3, over there he describes Mashiach and he says, that he will, he will, he shall sense the truth by having a, a scent, so to speak, of fear of God. Then the Gemara says, that the Mashiach will smell and judge properly. When it came to the story of Bar Kochba, how did they know that he was not the right Mashiach after having thought that he was? Because they sense that he does not have this special trait of Moirach Vadoin, of being able to sense the truth to smell. That means having a proper sense. So therefore, the Rebbe brings this idea of scent because that is the ultimate purpose, the ultimate goal, the ultimate destination, so to speak, of what Mashiach, what Shuvah is supposed to lead to. The idea of Mashiach, which is encapsulated in the idea of Reach, of scent. And as an introduction to that, he says, quote, that the Avir, that the air in Lubavitch, the air already had begun to change. Why does he use this term of air? So the Rebbe says, when we look at the life of a person, basically you can you see all the necessities, the things that a person must have in order to survive, in order to live a proper life. And if you go down, you start from the least essential to the most essential. You go from the least essential, you go first housing, you know, shelter, having a place to live. More essential is clothing. Even more essential is food. Even more essential is water. And then the most essential is air to breathe, which is something which is so constant. It's not something like any of the other things that you can either live without or live without momentarily or temporarily. You know, somebody cannot have food or drink and survive for a long time, but it's only very little time that you can survive without air to breathe. And since a person must breathe all the time, and it's something that one feels and it's something that comes about easily. It comes about naturally. It's something that is just dear. You don't have to really make any effort to breathe unless something is wrong. Therefore, he describes this breeze, this air, and this scent of Elul, that it's something that already is in the air, that the air changed. With this, the Rebbe is stressing, the previous Rebbe is stressing that it's, quote, in the air. And it's something that is coming naturally, and automatically to each and every one 
even without effort. And that every single soul, every single nishama can tap into this wonderful and amazing, these amazing qualities of the month of Elul.